It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger. Welcome to Cross Baltic. Welcome to Fight Laugh Feast. I didn't say hey, y'all. I was, I was, I I was adjusting it just a little bit. Wow. So you don't like that, do you? Is it because is Nuts. it is it because you're so excited yeah. that baseball is yeah. starting? We're we're here around the corner. I can smell the turf. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's like is that the it's right like, word? It's like a it's you know when, you know when you open up a, a fresh can of tennis balls. That's baseball. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, are you thinking differently about your family's finances and resources while others worry about surviving to the next paycheck? The hand of the diligent will rule while the slothful will be put to forced labor. That's in the Bible. Train your mindset to see where God is moving, where to invest and build so you can create, protect, and pass on wealth to your grandchildren. What is your plan to use your economic power? Joe Garisi with Backwards Planning Financial coaches his clients to make this kind of impact on their world for generations. By integrating investments, debt, insurance, tax-efficient strategies, I like the sound of that, mm. and legacy planning. So go to backwardsplanningfinancial.nm.com. That's backwards. Planning Financial, spell it all out, backwardsplanningfinancial.nm.com and connect with Joe today. We actually have a, a several different financial organizations um, starting to partner with us. Yeah. And they all have um, very different capabilities and and who they are able to work with and so forth. So, you know, I just encourage you guys. Chat with them. Yeah, chat with each of these see, guys that will be coming on board. Yeah. 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 Hey, we're really grateful. And excited because you know whenever I mean we do I mean we just a few times a year we your try, favorite show but this is like one of my favorite shows yeah we get um, it <laughs> I know you want the baseball bat you just hold it it's only the best sport in the world is about to start uh, Mark we just finished Mark Dewey is <laughs> oh. Oh, I mean, I, that Mark, out. Mark, yeah. Mark I, I apologize on behalf of, of my uh, esteemed colleague. <laughs> yeah, Mark, this is we love having Mark Dewey on. He's yeah. a disciple of King Jesus, husband to Monique, father of fourteen, grandfather of thirteen. Is, mm. that, is that still is that still accurate? Well, there are five in the womb, so Lord willing, in the next six months or so, it'll be eighteen. 
Oh, wow. my gracious. That's, Yo. That's, wow. that's post mill right there. That is. Um, <laughs> he is the host of In the Bullpen, which is a baseball podcast like yeah. like you have never heard. It, this is like theology world, meets baseball. Worldview yeah. thinking yeah. and theology um, um, meets the greatest sport in the world. Did I mention the greatest when, sport? Whenever, whenever people ask me, like, you know, how should I be thinking about how I host a show and yeah. talk about a show and how, you know, what voice should I be using? I was like, listen to Mark in the Dewey. He's, in the the best. He's yeah. the best on the network. Mark, uh, thanks for coming back on Cross Politic. It's great to be here. I got to ask a question real quick. I know you're interviewing Uh-oh. me. He's yeah. turning it on us already. <laughs> are, are you Vladimir Putin? I don't think so. <laughs> So I know you have multiple parishes there in the Moscow area, but Toby, my question is, does Chalk Knox go to your church? Is, is, yeah. is See, that's the problem. He doesn't. So he's, he's actually, he's, I think he's avoiding uh, accountability. Um, I think, I think that's it. I was, I was going to say something's wrong, but now I'll, is he a Doug's church? Yep. He's at Pastor yeah. Doug's church. Yeah. So, you know, maybe send, maybe send, send Pastor Doug a little, you know, a little pa- pastoral heads up. Yes, I will do that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I don't have Mark. No. Why do you Why do you want to know that question? I'm, no, I'm curious because I just was, I would have been very concerned about Toby if he was pastoring Chalk Knox no. and make Chalk makes those kind of statements. I'd be, I'd be trouble. Yeah, uh, right, right, you know, right in front of his pastor. Uh, this is. A, I knew I wouldn't get communion if I said that. If I was past Toby, Chuck. I knew it was like you know what? Not, not this Sunday. Not, this Sunday. not today, Satan. Oh, no. <laughs> get thee behind me, thou foul demon. <laughs> uh, um, so um we want to ask you for we, we we do want to get to baseball but because you you, you hit this intersection of sports and but let's w- talk about football worldview <laughs> uh, this is this is not about football this is not about football oh, but it is no, um uh, we want baseball don't have a halftime show. <laughs> I'm sorry, thank Mark. The Lord. Mark, I'm thank sorry. The Lord. I, I, I don't want to. Thank the Lord. We, right. we, we are we are Christian sport where you have uh-huh. a seventh inning stretch. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. That's that's what you do. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was going on? That's a Sabbath stretch. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh man. Was something happening? Six other innings. <laughs> Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, I, I apologize again on behalf of my esteemed colleague. I definitely get communion. <laughs> You're going to pa- call Pastor Wilson and be like, Knox acting up. <laughs> uh, we, we, uh, there, there was this ad, He Gets Us, um, run during the, the Super Bowl. And uh, mm. we, we know you haven't had a chance to watch it yet, so this is your first time. But, um, but nevertheless, um, we want to we play it and then get your, your first time uh, knee-jerk reactions. All right. 
Mark. He's never watching the Super Bowl again. <laughs> uh, f- first thoughts from Mark Dewey. Yeah. Um, well, the first thoughts is Jesus did teach us to hate. The second thought is, yes, he washed his, the feet, the feet of his disciples. And the reason he washed their feet and as Peter requested, not their whole body is because they were already clean. So mm. I'm not, I, 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 I mean, I get it. Um, I don't think they get him. Hmm. Um, I, it, just, it just seems like they're, they are trying to draw people. And I don't know the motive. I don't know who all is involved in the he gets us. I've seen the signs at baseball ballparks. And I've, you know, I, I think one time there was a sign last year and it said, uh, you know, Jesus believed in his teammates too. And I was just like, you know, that's just silly at best, ridiculous at, well, maybe not ridiculous at worst, heretical at worst. When I see a commercial like that, I'm like, I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. But when I see it, they're, they're a phrase I heard a long time ago. They're hawking Jesus and they're hawking a Jesus that's not the Jesus of the Bible. Hmm. Wow. What, what I understand is why didn't they have the black man washing the cop's feet? And a legal immigrant watching washing well, the, the thought, woman's feet. I would have I would have I would like to see Russell Moore and David French washing Trump's feet. Yeah. <laughs> that would have oh, been a good one to see. Right, right. I mean, since we're just gonna be washing right. everybody's yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah, or, or, yeah. Yeah, where, yeah. Where's the you know, where's the black man washing the KKK members? That would have been really nice to see, since yeah. we're just getting it all as if there's no standard. Or the LGBT here. washing a pastor's feet. Right, right. Yeah. The, yeah. It, it's. I mean, the, the the thing to me it was seemed like it was it was basically just saying, um, yeah, Jesus affirms everybody. Yeah. G- yeah, Jesus just affirms you wherever and 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 it's a it's the it's the sort of liberal Christianity gospel that just says Jesus is just this big you know uh, you know warm jacuzzi mm-hmm. um, bath for anybody. You know, um, Mark, I, I usually don't like to talk as much when we have a guest on, but since we played this, I know this will probably lead you all different places, but the first thing that I thought about when I saw this ad, out of all the other things that you can say about this ad that are horrible, and I think it is a horrible ad, and I think a lot of people had really good commentary on it, but one of the things that hit me immediately about this was Jesus doesn't need a new campaign. His blood was enough. Mm. Jesus died on the cross for our sins and was raised from the dead, and God was pleased, and he has promised that if we preach that gospel, that people would turn to him. This is why Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of, of Christ, for it is the power of God into salvation. If we want to win people to Jesus, if we want to transform where Christians are erring at, then we preach the gospel, not this. Mm-hmm. This is not the gospel. There's no call from repentance. There's no call from sin. There's no call to running and trusting in Christ. Yeah. That's the thing that transforms heart. So when I see this, I see a group of people who've forgotten the face of their fathers, mm-hmm. who have forgotten the narrative that we're supposed to have. They need to go back and repent. Mm-hmm. That's what wins the world. If there was a better way to do it, God would have did it. And he did do it in Christ. Mm. So why don't we lean on that? Why don't we trust in that? Why don't we proclaim that and watch that transform the world? How do you think we got here? Mm. We got here because of the gospel. And we're going to try and use something else? How demonic is that? Mm -hmm. That's what's demonic about it. And it's not just demonic in the sense that this is a bad ad. No, no. It's demonic when we think we're going to use something else to transform the world other than the gospel. Mm -hmm. That's demonic. And that's what bothers me at the end of the day about all of this. 
We have people who are really in their sins, who really need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we're going to play this? Yeah. This is it? This is the best we got? There's no power in that. Mm -hmm. There's condemnation in that. And it's just not loving our neighbor. It just makes me upset. Mark, it's you. (laughs) Yeah, well, I agree. What What it is doing is it's saying we are wiser than God because God says, my word, which goes forth from my mouth, will not return unto me void but will accomplish the purpose for which I have sent it. And we say, ah, yeah, maybe that used to work in Isaiah's day. Oh. But we got a better idea in our day. So it is. It's a denial of the authority, the sufficiency, the power of the word of God. You can make a real brief commercial, and I don't care what you want to have for the, 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 the visual aspect of it, but that is that, God is commanding all men everywhere to repent, and he promises that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved, mm. yeah. right? Yep. You could do that in a 10-second uh, little blip or 15-second blip, but you're right, Chalk. It, 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 is, it is just a fundamental distrust in God and what he has said in his word and the power of his word. And so we are the opposite of Paul. We are ashamed of the gospel. And... We are pronouncing an anathema on ourselves because Paul says, even if an angel from heaven or if mm-hmm. I, an apostle, preach another gospel, let him be accursed. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to be to be fair, this is where I'm a little torn. The, the Green family, the owners of Hobby Lobby, apparently are funding a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Now, I think they got played. But they're also working with a agency that has he, him pronouns and in their bios and stuff like that. Um, so I... I the Hobby Lobby people, the family, the Green family, they've been pretty faithful. They they started the Bible Museum. Yeah, you know that that. So, um, but I think the I mean I don't quite know the question got... there, but like the context yeah, well, of everything, it doesn't match up. What what I know to be true of the Green family doesn't match up with that ad. Right. And I, and I think that's important to note. But going back to Galatians, Peter acted in a way that didn't match up. Right. And Paul mm. Yeah. That's right? a good point. That's right. So it's not necessarily saying that that the Green family or Hobby Lobby is necessarily on their way to hell, but just like Peter, when he was denying the gospel with his actions, Paul ad- you know addressed it publicly, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's what faithfulness calls for. You know, and I think with them, I look when you are in public and you are in um, Hobby Lobby has been in court yeah. <laughs> and they're they fighting this some battle. Fights. They are, they, they, yeah. Well, they were specifically fighting uh, not have to fund Obamacare. Both of them. Uh, yeah. yeah, abortion yep. pills yep. and you know, providing those for the employees That's and right. then also Obamacare. That's right. Um, so, and then were, were they were they also fighting during the COVID thing? I can't remember, but there was... I think a little bit. They, yeah, yeah. Anyways, they, they, they've taken some really faithful stance. And so yeah. I think their heart and intentions of what they're trying to do is really good here. And I think that they they... I've heard them talk a little bit about this. They want to make sure that there is a that they know that we're living in a negative Christian world. Mm-hmm. They they know yeah. that, and they're yeah, trying to yeah. figure out what are the things we can do to show what Christian culture looks like, right? Yeah. And so, but the, then they go to a a, a brand company that says, "Oh, how can we take this and use this for our own benefit?" Right. At the same time, and they're they're manipulating the message and turning the message, mm-hmm. and and they're get. I think that they've kind of got sucked in. I don't think this is what they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I really don't believe that. If anybody has a connection to the Green family, I'd actually love to have them on the show. Oh yeah, I think they would love this. to talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, Mark, why aren't you watching the Super Bowl? <laughs> I just got. I haven't know. watched. You know what? Part of the reason I don't watch it is because I don't want to endure the commercials and the halftime. Yeah. So, you know, I, I enjoy, I used to follow pro football, college football, pro 
pro basketball, pro basketball, probably a little less college basketball, a lot. Mm -hmm. Now it's just a matter of, um, I'm getting old and tired and I'm still, I still have six children in the home and I got a lot of responsibilities. And so it's just a matter of giving up my time and the Super Bowl just doesn't rank quite high enough for me to, to take my time to watch. It. Well, that it's goes, not, that goes right to my next question because I guess I, I can understand that, but you're watching baseball though, right? Yes. Okay. In case in case you forgot, that is the greatest game on planet Earth. I did forget. Made. No, I forgot. I forgot <laughs> quick. No, no. You're right. You're it, right. it happened. Uh, it, it tends to be that way when it's a little boring. <laughs> yeah, but you know, here's a, I, the question. The reason I'm asking is because you your podcast. I still listen to it, even though I don't watch baseball. And it's phenomenal. I enjoy listening to it because I love listening to you. I love how you analyze things. And I'm like, man, I wish I can just put Mark. In all of sports, because you see the bigger picture, you know what's going on. You understand how athletes think. You understand how they work. You understand how coaching works, and and that that skill set, that understanding applies across all the sports. And I'm like, man, how do we get Mark to expand? And and not to mean just because, everybody, but everybody is kind of doing it. Everybody's talking about all the sports, and so and you bring a unique view to sports because as a pastor, as a player, as a Christian, like. Can you expand more outside of baseball a little bit to other less greater sports, maybe? <laughs> well, again, I, I guess I would say I wouldn't have a problem with that. I'm a big sports fan. It's just a matter of time and my other responsibilities. So it takes some discipline for me even to follow baseball as much as I need to to speak intelligently in my podcast. So even though I love baseball, I love to watch baseball, I love to follow follow baseball, given my other responsibilities – I've really got to be diligent with my time to make sure I do that enough so that I'm not just, you know, winging it when I open up a mic to, to start an in the bullpen. Podcast. But it works for cross politic. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark, when they sped up the game last year, did that help you stay, oh, stay involved well, in watching more games? No, though, again, I like a faster paced game the way it used to be before there's a clock. I do not. Well, they don't call it the pitch clock. They call it the pitch timer, mm. I guess, to avoid the use of the word clock. I do not like it. I knew the I knew it was going to result in good things, shorter yeah. games, a faster pace, and I and I like the good things, but I don't like the way how we got there. Yeah, mm. Mark, um, you've dropped I think two episodes so far of in the bullpen. Um, you you uh, you you are like you know you follow your your podcast follows and maps onto the baseball season. Um, uh, talk to us about uh, your first two episodes. Um, uh, what, what have you been thinking about? And then what are you looking forward to this season? So my first episode, I'm not a good, uh, what I'm not good at clickbait kinds of things, but my first <laughs> episode was titled confessions and apologies. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think I started out saying, you know, when it's my fifth year. And so there's a lot of things I've said and, and I was hoping I'd draw people in, like I was going to just backtrack on something that mattered which I didn't do at all, <laughs> but, but I, I did just talk about, I did, I just talked about some things and, and, and I actually, one of my apologies, well, one of my apologies, the last time I was with, with you all is I did not do the podcast through the postseason last year. Mm. So I apologize for that. And then I apologize to Rayabalm because I've been, I've been comparing the people today, younger people today to Rayoboam. And I realized that I was not doing a service to Rayoboam because even though it was likely all eyewash, he actually went through the motions of consulting with the elders who served his father. Mm -hmm. A lot of young people today, players, so-called gurus and the like, you see the complete, I mean, absolutely disrespect, disregard in your face 
to guys. I don't have the social media presence. They don't interact with me. But I'm looking at guys about my age. I'm 60, so about my age. Some of them played 8, 10, 12, 15 years in the big leagues. And these young people, it, it's just remarkable how they dismiss everything. Like, like these guys don't know what they're talking about. Mm. So last week, I actually, Jim Leland is a former manager of mine. Yeah. And back in December, it was announced that he was elected into the Hall of Fame. And I mentioned that in my first podcast. So my podcast that just dropped yesterday, I touched on a few things at the beginning, but then I basically delved into Jim Leland, a letter that I had from 2006. I ran across Mm. it looking for something completely unrelated this winter. And so I used that letter and some of my own commentary and some interviews and it was kind of a tribute to Jim Leland. So those are my first two podcasts. Um, Lord willing, I did a really enjoyable interview with a man last night. So next Monday's podcast will be that. His name is Rocco Constantino. He is a lifelong baseball fan. As a matter of fact, Chuck, you need to listen to that interview because you just it oozes out of him. And he's a writer and he does uh, online articles. He interviewed me last summer. So that, Lord willing, will be next week's episode. And then I think this year, something I mentioned is I think I might delve a little deeper. That's, that's what I did with Jim Leon. I might spend a little bit more time, maybe the entirety or close to it of an episode, on one subject as opposed to bullet points. So a lot of different things going on in, in, in my mind. I also got an interview coming up with a guy. Let me see if I can find it here. The guy that contacted me, and I'm just reading the book now, it's, it's a guy named Matt Seeger. He wrote a book called The God Squad, The Born-Again San Francisco Giants of 1978. Uh-huh. And he's a journalist. He's ethnically a Jewish man, but is a believer. And he, from what I can tell, he's really looking at how the media really attacked, if you will, Christian players, in particular for the Giants in 78. But then he takes it wow. even to the time that I played and some of the guys that I played with. He's going to be on sometime soon. And one of the pitchers, Bob Nepper, who had a really good career, one of the pitchers featured in the book, I'm going to interview them, Lord willing, soon as well. So I think there's a lot of good things coming up this year. And like That's I said, fun. I'm going to try to make some adjustments. So yeah. hopefully it'll, it'll add some things to the podcast. Speaking of podcasts, if you have a podcast or you're thinking about starting one, does your church have a podcast feed for sermons? Dropwave.io is for you. Dropwave.io is what you need to check out. Cancel culture is like walking on a thin glass bridge over the Grand Canyon. Such a great metaphor. Is, is that, that is that is, I mean that is like Is that really what it's poetry. like? Poetry. Is that really what it's like? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wrote that I think on that side of the table. Every yeah. step you take could get you killed. I mean, canceled. Since the beginning, Crosspolitik has been working on being anti-fragile. So no matter what happens, our content can still be delivered to your TV and to your podcast. The Waterboy and his friend Jeremy have been working on building a podcast hosting solution for rowdy platforms like CrossPolitik and the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network so that you can be confident your podcast will never be through that glass bridge. It will never fall through that glass bridge. Dropwave.io offers seamless onboarding for shows that have been around for years to easy-to-use solutions for starting your own podcast. Dropwave.io will track all your shows' downloads by city, state, and country, and it offers network and enterprise packages for solutions like the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Free to speak, free to podcast, free to start your journey now at dropwave.io.
So more about football. Um, <clears throat> sorry, Mark. It's going to come back to baseball. You invite Mark into your house. Yeah. And, and this is how you treat him? Uh, no, you know, one of the things that I've noticed is not just in football, but I've seen a lot more Christian athletes speaking a lot more public about their Christianity. And I was just wondering, you know, we've seen a lot of the kind of woke culture infiltrate every sport no no sport is without some point of <laughs> of dealing with this stuff but do you think that um that mess has kind of quieted down a little bit inside of the the sports world and we're going to see a lot more of that even in baseball with christians kind of being bold in their stances that's a good question you know i know especially like cj stroud with mm -hmm. the texans yep. and Brock Purdy and some other NFL quarterbacks have been very outspoken. The book I just talked about is dealing with those Christians who would speak to the media about their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so that in one sense, isn't new. I think at least what I have seen in my lifetime, you've seen it more in the NFL, I think, than in any other sport. Now, the question is, at least the question I have is, are they going to speak to issues that are, frontline issues and luther just a paraphrase just talked mm. about if we speak against everything but the one issue that's the issue at that time we're, we're still basically not speaking for christ one of the struggles i have in the baseball world at least again i pay attention to football hockey basketball and all that but not to the same extent the one issue that I, I see almost nowhere i've seen it almost zero times is anybody from a GM to a manager to a coach to a player who is obviously very outspoken of his Christian faith, who ever says anything publicly about abortion. Mm -hmm. And mm. I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful whenever an athlete says at the beginning of an interview, they just had a great game. They won the Super Bowl, whatever the case may be. I want to give glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's awesome. However, when there's an opportunity, especially like what happened last year with the Dodgers, when there's an opportunity, that was an abortion, but when there's an opportunity to clearly address that issue, again, in love, I understand that, but it's got to be addressed. I, I don't get how a professional athlete who's a Christian, a lot of them, and I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, they got sucked in, but a lot of them were very outspoken publicly about Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. Yep. But why aren't they not speaking out for babies being murdered by the thousands every day in their mother's womb? I, I just I don't get that. Yeah, there's a, you know the one the one the only thing that came to mind as you're you're right is like really really rare, especially given how many people thank God and 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 say that their Christian faith is important. Actually, the Chiefs uh, kicker um, Butker, um, he's he actually has recently um, said that he wants to give a voice to those who have the least amount of voice, the unborn. Yeah, um, but that's a, but that's a very rare, and uh, it's a kicker. Yeah, who cares about the freaking kicker? He can say whatever he wants. Well, Jim Harbaugh, which I believe he's got a Roman Catholic background, but formerly the coach for the University of Michigan Wolverines, winning a national championship. Yeah, he has been. Yeah, he's he been has. Very he went to the pro life march in D.C. this last this last year. He did. So yeah, yeah, he's he's been pretty solid. But also kind of like counter this too is you got guys like Joe Burrow defending abortion for okay. women. So oh, you got really? other quarterbacks. Yeah. Like they feel free to Out, speak about, spoken this about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, uh, go ahead. I was no, gonna, it was like, what? I, you were just, you were just going to speak. And I just, I just let it, I just dropped it. I was well, like, I was thinking is. about, 
you know, since we're talking about giving a voice and we're talking, it made me think about the conference of repentance. And I was going to ask Mark, America. Mm. Yeah, when we go back, I'm going to go backstage with Mark if he can for a moment here um, and just talk. I, I would love to know as it relates to the world that he's in with baseball and sports overall and just because it's all intertwined with. Yeah. It's funny, like all of this is not separate. It's right. all connected. Right. And I'm wondering, Mark, you know, you don't have to answer, we'll answer when we go backstage. I want to know what it is you think, where you think America needs to repent at. Um, and every, we, we got a bunch of great speakers. We're all kind of giving them their topics and area. I just kind of want you to think about that as it relates to um, kind of about the sports world and particularly in baseball. But yeah. um, you can catch Mark's podcast on the Pub app. Go download it. Mm-hmm. Listen, it, we've had some complications with people who used to have the app. It doesn't just automatically update, especially if you have an Android phone. Stop that. Go get you a real phone. Just be an adult. <laughs> Grow up. Get you a real phone. Right. You're you funny can, today. And I'm just you're telling funny. you the truth. Yeah, I'm just letting like, it all hang out like, right now. Like, like, like the real sport, baseball. Exactly. And then download the Pub TV app <laughs> and enjoy uh, In the Bullpen with Mark Dewey. Mark, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll go backstage with you in just a moment. All right. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next time, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted. Meals are shared and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy.